0: Hey everyone, welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I'm your host, Judy Gold, and today we are uh, doing a Judy rant. We are, like I have multiple personalities. I'm I'm saying we are because Elise is in the kitchen. And she said hi. And she's gonna make a lot of noise in the beginning, but you're not gonna care, right? That's your coffee. Judy. Oh yeah, we got a new coffee. Oh wait, before I start, we got a new coffee maker. This is the second day with the coffee maker. Uh, it's an O X O. Is it X O X or OXO, O. O X O. Cause I write X O X O when I sign something. Anyway, not that anyone gives a shit. We had the coffee yesterday. It was really good. That was already ground coffee. Now we're grinding the beans. We ground some beans. And I made the coffee yesterday. Lisa's making the coffee today. Hers will probably be much better than mine because everything I do is shit. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm back from Montreal. Yeah. I am back from Montreal. Yeah. I am back. Okay, I have a lot to say. I was in Montreal for 11 days, 11 days. I drove up, as you know, because I mentioned this in last week's podcast, I drove up, not a bad ride, except for the fucking border control. So the first week I was there, you know, this is a huge comedy, fe- it's the biggest comedy festival in the entire world. And the first time I went to this comedy festival, Just for last festival, was 1994, and i went uh, already as an established comedian so a lot of people go as new faces there's these all these showcases new faces and it was used to be, just be the new faces of comedy and it would be like these young comedians who were getting a little um you know what the fuck is the word um, it's morning time and i can't remember anything but they're they're getting a little heat they call it heat he's hot she's hot so they're getting a little heat, and they go to the Montreal Comedy Festival. And then it used to be the entire industry would go to the festival to find the stars of tomorrow. And, uh, well, now there's a fucking strike, and it's a 1,000 degrees. So um, I I don't know if there were – there are definitely not as many uh, industry people. But they still do the new faces, and they now they have new faces, comedy, stand-up, they have new faces comedians now they and they have new faces sketch for sketch people they have new faces for characters people do characters and now they have new faces of comedians who do shit on in uh you know social media and then they have like i here's my what i don't understand they are on social media they're making like these little film, you know, they're funny, they're funny and they're creative and they're making little short filmy things that are, you know, 10, 12, a minute, whatever. And they have to get on stage and perform. And it's so different. So this is where my confusion lies is that, you know, And I'm not even confused. It's or maybe I'm resentful. Maybe I am an old, resentful Jewish woman who I just it took us years and years to learn the craft and hone our craft. And it is a craft and an art form. And yet these people make little videos and then think they can be stand ups, which, you know, God bless them. But they're not you it takes years. It takes years to become a stand up comedian years. so that that so they so people do come to watch the new faces. ok, so I told you last week I left the hotel and stayed with my friend's Paige and Tatiana because. Once the second week of the festival, the first week of the festival, it's, you know, I did like 10 minutes a night for per show, 10 to 12 minutes. You know, the second week is when everyone comes. They do all the galas. Um, I did some podcasts. You know, that's the busy, busy week. My agent came in from L.A. My manager was there from New York. Yeah, that's the busy, busy week. But it was way too long for me to stay there. Although I did do, I did two two solo shows, which were great. Um, our podcast guest, Jeannie Yashare, like really great. You're going to love that podcast. Um, but, you know, it was too fucking much. So then I'm like, I'm staying in at Paige and Tatiana. So I joined the Y, I joined the YMCA to go work out. So I was kind of like acting like I lived there. For like the daytime. But here's the best part they all speak French, right? They all speak French. And they're like, you know, you walk in a store, they're like, bonjour, bonjour. So every time I'd walk in a store, uh, they'd be like, bonjour. And I'd say, bonjour. And they'd say, how can I help you? That's how bad my bonjour was. That they went right into English the minute I said, bonjour. Okay? They didn't even pretend, like, yeah. And everyone else, they'd say bonjour, and they'd be like, je sais, je sais, je sais. and then they'd say, no, sorry, I'm, I don't, I don't speak French. But not me. I say bonjour, and they say, how can I help you? How can I help you? Okay, I'm trying the coffee. Here we go. Mm. Really? It's so good, really? although not my favorite cup. We, we have all these mugs. No, no, I like this, but this is not my favorite mug. It says, need more coffee on it, which I love, but it's just a big lip. Okay, so I am mental with the coffee mugs. I have so many coffee mugs, but I have two for me and Elisa of, of my favorites. Okay, so I'm going to show you my favorite coffee mugs. And uh, if they don't use this as the clip then there's something wrong because okay here's my favorite coffee mug and it all depends on what mood i'm in so first we have need more coffee that's usually the one that elisa puts the coffee in and i do need more coffee say to me i need more coffee yeah because i always say i need more coffee okay then we have now this place is closed okay Joe Provincetown. Well, no, it's open, but I got this. These are the older glasses, cup, mugs. Someone It got new owners. This is Joe Espresso Bar in Provincetown, and the back says, life's too short to drink Lousy Joe. This is like my favorite coffee mug. I have them at home. I have them in New York, too, and they're really worn out, but I love this coffee mug, okay? Then we have the Provincetown Tennis Club, mug i enjoy this although the oblong shape you know it's an easier spill for me you know what i'm talking about but i love i love this because it you know i'm on the board of the tennis club and i'm a professional tennis player okay and then finally we use these every one of ben's games it's an excellent coffee mug it's called trinity go Bance. Okay, where B- Ben plays basketball. So we love the Trinity. We do. We, ha- we use this when Ben's around and whenever he has a game, that's the coffee mug we use in the morning. So those are our ne- mental coffee mug. That was our coffee mug segment. Coffee <laughs> mug segment. I am so addicted to coffee. By the way, when we went out in uh, Montreal, I went out, Paige and T- Tatiana and I would go out for breakfast or something. And they could not believe the amount of coffee that I drank so much that Paige got so sick of me asking Paige, sorry, got so sick of and Tatiana um, Paige got so sick of me asking for coffee. She ought, she doesn't drink coffee. She ordered a coffee for herself just so there would be two on the table at the same time. Okay. That is how fuck it. They were like, how many more cups are you going to have? I am so addicted to coffee. I realized it's a real addiction. It's it's not good. But I love coffee. And I got my DNA done and it said that I was I had a higher percent I it's more likely whatever the fuck I can't talk to drink more coffee than than the average person. But you know, there's nothing average about me. <laughs> You know, I love my liquid IV that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone. Three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know, I've been bragging about Ben my son, Ben, who plays basketball, his team, his entire team, they love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love Liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar free, white peach, green grape, lemon lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the, the uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor, they're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated. Hydration is very important. So weekends are for going wild, as you all know. Have a game plan for Monday. That's what you need. I just had this conversation with Ben's girlfriend. I said, if you're going to go out and party, you need a game plan. And what's your game plan? Liquid IV. Weekend's. Or for going wild, have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Judy Gold J U D Y G O L D at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Judy Gold J U D Y G O L D. At liquidiv.com. You're welcome. Okay, so wait, I have more things that I have to tell you uh, about the festival. Honestly, when I, I was doing this culture show, they call it the culture show because they won't say the word ethnic anymore. So fucking annoying. So we it's called the culture show. So there's some, I'm the Jew, I'm the Jew, although Gianmarco Ceresi uh, is also a Jew with an Italian name. Elisa, you can't make comments. She's like acting like she's listening to the podcast. Okay. So uh, he's also a Jew. So there were two Jews, but, you know, I had to hear everyone set a thousand times, you know, every single night for eight nights, but I bonded a lot of nice young comedians. Very nice. But, you know, it's so interesting as you get older what you can put up with. And I can't put up with staying in the hotel and bumping into fucking comedians 24-7. Okay. So that was that. Oh, this is the other thing. So the bagels. We need to discuss the bagels. That wasn't me farting that I'm sitting on a rubber ball and it hit the back of the wall. Listen. Okay, we need to discuss the bagels there. Everyone, they all think they have the greatest fucking bagels in the entire world, and they don't. They don't. They're they're fine. They're smaller. They're much smaller. So you can't, like, take the middle out, really. They're fine. They're not the fucking great. I mean, there's this huge feud about Montreal bagels and New York bagels, and there's no comparison. And by the way, I just want to fucking say, I said fuck, Uh, New Jersey bagels are excellent. They're excellent. New York gets all the credit, but let me tell you something about New Jersey, okay? New Jersey, that's where the Budweiser factory was. New Jersey had such great water that uh, they would brew beer there, and the bagels there, the water bagels, delicious, excellent, on par with New York, if not a little superior. I'm just saying that. And you know, um, I didn't have fun growing up in New Jersey, but I'm going to defend New Jersey. And I went to Rutgers, so I'm a Jersey girl. But excellent bagels and excellent water. Okay, so that's that. Uh, What else did I want to tell you? Oh, so when... Oh, the audiences. I want to tell you, the audiences in Montreal are fucking amazing. And I'm like, what is it that's different? Well, first of all, what is it that's different about the people? They're so, they're nice, they're friendly. And you know what I realized? They're less stressed out. They're not stressed out. Like we're so fucking stressed out because of that the, the looming orange fuck face, you know, looming all over us and, and all those motherfuckers. And the taking women's rights away and the guns and the, the – just people are nasty. You go to Canada. First of all, they don't have to worry about health care. They don't have to worry about, oh, my God, if something happens and I won't be able to go to the doctor or I won't be able to pay my doctor bills. Like they have less to worry about. They're not – they're so fucking nice. They like – they move over, like when you walk down the street, they're friendly, they're, and it's like people in, uh, in the United States are fucking nasty. They're nasty. They're not nice to each other. I'm telling you, it is, it is, it's just, it, it's it's so apparent. Like we were talking, wait, we were talking about, you know, like you'll be moving, you'll be moving your garbage or you'll be, I don't know, uh, people are nice. They'll help you. They'll let you drive in front of them. They'll, they'll, um, it's, I, I'm telling you, we are suffering in the United States from severe, not only mental health shit, but we are suffering because everyone is fucking on edge and worried and fucking debt and looming fuckheads in the government, and women can't get a fucking abortion. You can't get an abortion. You're 16, you're 15. And trans kids, people have to move their families so they can get medical care for their trans kids. I'm talking about also, it, it, you know, mental health medical care. That kind of medical care. This is... You go to other countries and people behave like fucking human beings. But that's not happening here. And it's really bad. And that orange fuckface, face, he opened Pandora's box. And now everyone thinks they can act like an asshole. You don't see swastikas all over the place. You don't see people like with... MAGA hats and, and it's, it, oh God, it was so, it was so nice. It was so nice to be, and you know, we're walking down the street and we were like, this is the way it used to be in Manhattan, in, in, in the, on the Upper West Side or the West Village in, in the, you know, old days when it was like people were just, oh, the restaurants are really good and they have all these restaurants small little restaurants. Oh, a lot of little plate restaurants. That's the other thing. They don't give you 9,000 huge portions of food. Like they give you a normal portion of food and they don't throw out the, oh, and then as I told you last week, I went to the, um, the mission, the homeless mission, which was like so humane. They treat people like human beings. There, Yes, there are problems. There's homelessness but they're all they're all drug addicted. They're all drug addicted. They're not. They don't seem to be impoverished. They're they're you know couldn't pay the rent or they couldn't whatever. They lost their job and they lost their benefits. Whatever. It's I'm telling you, we are fucked up in this country. And the fact that Mitch McConnell basically had a little mini stroke, you know, he is standing there and then he. I don't know if you watch this, but I watched it about 900 times because I was like, okay, what's happening? What's going on in his eyes? I was like looking at his face and like, which was not pleasant. But then I was just looking in his eyes. And I'm like, what is something? Because he just stops. And he's, you know, you're all yelling about Biden and which I get it. And, and Feinstein, like, let's go, let's go, let's get out. It's there. It's people are. Are, and I'm not an ageist, and I think Biden is doing an excellent, excellent job. But come on. You know. So we basically watched him become a corpse and then come back from the dead. And they, they're they like, are you OK? Now, you know, you know that if that was Biden or any other Democrat, they would be on social media making memes and doing like saying horrible shit and making fun of them and all that shit. And yet everyone was like, uh, you know, I don't like him. I don't like his politics, but I hope he feels and fucking and Biden called him. Biden called him to see how he was. What the fuck? okay so that's that. I really that really pissed me off. Uh, anyway and then he leaves it pissed me off that you know no one really well it doesn't matter that no one acknowledges that the democrats do not i mean some do we we have some good ads out there but you know they attack personally attack um okay but what about how he he goes into he disappears doesn't say anything. They they don't even realize it. It takes them like 20 seconds because they're all like me, 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 me. They All they think about are themselves. And they're like, wait, oh, guess something's wrong. <laughs> okay. Because they all, you know, pander. They stand there and pose in the back like, yeah, we did this. And yeah, we're behind Mitch. yeah <laughs> Okay. And so then they, they're they like, Mitch, would you like to say anything? And he's like, no. And then they basically weekend it Bernie's him over to the side. Okay. Because he can barely walk. He leaves and he comes back and he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Only a white male Republican would be like, I'm fine. Like, you know that the Democrats would be, if that happened, I just want to say that I suffer from this. And if anyone who suffers from this uh, can attest to, uh, I had a blip and I am going to go to the, they would use it as a moment to acknowledge what happened, to acknowledge other people who are going through that and what they're going to do and how they're going to take care of themselves. And this is a learning moment. But no, it's like, no, fine, fine, yeah, fine. Okay, so that's who's running the Republican Party besides fucking Kevin McCarthy, asshole. Okay, that's, those are the people. Okay, and I didn't see any memes of... OK, but I could be wrong, but I didn't see the the vitriol and nastiness and attacks that what, you know, when Biden, I mean, we did have Trump with the toilet paper on the bottom is, but that's not the same thing. It's not a medical issue. OK, so that's that. Hey, everyone, you know 50% off. That's code judygold50 at factormeals.com slash Judy gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. I just want you to know I drove home two days ago from Montreal. Oh, that's uh, that was on the back of the fact that the audiences are so good in Montreal. And I think it's because not only the festival's been there and they know comedy and people come from all over Canada and the United States to go to this festival, but I think they they understand comedy and they're better audiences because they're not as stressed out as we are in this fucking miserable country and people should start voting Uh, for a candidate who's not going to stress them the fuck out. That's my, is that a new shirt, Dar? Dar, um, no, it's not new. You haven't seen it. I haven't worn it. Okay, Uh, this is another Elisa moment where she comes down, we're going to play tennis later, and she has a new tennis outfit, one with water all over the front. Okay. That had sunscreen over there. Okay, so um, she comes down with a new tennis shirt that I've never seen ever. And it's like a new outfit. It's not a tennis shirt, Dar. Oh, what is it? I have a Zoom business thing. Oh, it's a new shirt. And I'm like, it's kind of nice for tennis. No, it's not. Okay, so Elisa has a deposition today. Okay. uh, Because, you know, she is super landlady. And so she had to put on a nice shirt. So I'm thinking, wow, that's a really nice tennis shirt. Turns out it's a real shirt. It's a real shirt. When did you get that shirt, Elisa? Um, I got it with Lisa Klein. Okay, so I would say that is about year? six months ago? No, Ye- oh, a year ago. Not, yeah. So here's a new- this is what happens. We go shopping with Lisa Klein. Lisa Klein, <laughs> by the way, if you are in New York City... Or New Jersey or the tri state area, and you need someone to dress you or go shopping with you or clean out your fucking closet. Lisa Klein is such an amazing stylist. And, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about me, nine feet tall, hate, I hate getting dressed up. She makes me feel, she makes me feel so great. When I have to go do a TV show and feel really good about what I'm wearing, she does the same thing for Elisa. So anyway, the point is, Elisa bought that shirt on a shopping spree with Lisa Klein. DM me or text me or tweet me or anything me or write to my at my um, website if you want Lisa Klein's information. Because if you are need to go shopping and you hate your wardrobe, she's the woman. Okay. Anyway, so Elisa comes down with this shirt that we bought a year ago. That she's never worn. In front of you. No, Dar, you've never worn it. Dar, I- How mean, many times have you worn that shirt? Uh, you know, less than five. Less than five. And she's had it for a year. She holds on to shit. Then she'll have something, like uh, she'll put something on I haven't seen. And I haven't seen it because it's 25 years old. And it's been sitting in her closet. And she'll put it on. And then she'll be like, I'm like, what is that? And she's like, oh, they're Calvin Klein. And I'm like- They're from 1968. I don't care. Like, she thinks the design, it's like, but they're, you know, what's another one? I don't know. This is silly because you think this is a tennis shirt and it's a- Well, it's a white shirt and you're wearing tennis bottoms and tennis sneakers. So what am I thinking? I'm thinking you think you're on TV. By the way, Elisa was in the finals of the tennis women's singles- And um, this is big news, everybody. And uh, so she played against uh, Phoebe Judge. Phoebe Judge also has a podcast called Criminal, which is fantastic, which I listened to on the way home from Montreal, eight hours and torrential rain, which I just want to talk about that as I exit this podcast. But anyway, so um, so Elisa plays against Phoebe and Elisa's really good. But Phoebe pay, plays singles all the time. And Elisa, Elisa, Elisa. And uh Elisa plays doubles all the time. So this she was in the finals of a singles tournament, and she hasn't really played singles in years. That's how good she is. So she did great her first game, but then um so then she plays Phoebe, and Phoebe was like on fire. And I was sitting there watching and Alisa comes over to me as we're, you know, after she's like losing in the first set and she comes over to me and she says, oh, who woke me up at two in the morning? Like, so she was blaming me. So I had to move and watch from another area. Okay. Because I was getting on her nerves. Okay. But she didn't win, but she was in the finals. So anyway, Elisa was in the finals, and now she I thought that her shirt was a new tennis outfit. Okay, that's that. Okay, now I want to tell you, before we go, about my drive home. This is what I want to say. First of all, I got to border control, and I gave the guy my passport, and he looked at my face, and he said, how do I know you? Why do I know you? And I said, oh... I'm a comedian. I was at the Just for Laughs. Uh, he goes, "Why do you look so familiar?" And then he makes me open my back window and looks in the back, which was like just full of fucking podcast equipment and clothes and shit. And then, um, oh, he asked me if I bought anything, and I said I bought a purse because I bought a purse at Moa Five One, and uh, which is this great leather store Mo Eight Five One. Look at look it up. And he said, he said, is, is it over $800? I said, no, I'm a comedian. <laughs> hey, hey now. And then he laughed and I drove off, but it was torrential rain. And then I just wanted to say, do you, when you're driving a long, long way, you know, so this was eight hours, whatever. When you're driving a long, long way, do you get in these relationships with other drivers who are go- who are driving for hours on the same highway as you? Do, do you notice that? And you're like, oh, there they are. Oh, I'm going to pass them. Oh, they just passed me. Oh, oh, they're a fucking Trump supporter? Fuck you. I'd be like, I get in these, like, I have these mini relationships with other people in their cars. You know, and the ones who tell you and then go in front. And then you're like, no, I'm going in front now. And and like, and then they just exit. And you're like, bye. And sometimes I kind of miss them. I'm like, oh, they're going home. And I have fucking another six hours torrential rain the fucking climate change is not good people we need like my brother lives in arizona they said if you fall on the asphalt you will get burned third degree burns it's ridiculous we have to do something about climate change it's fucking awful okay well i think i'm done ranting for today thank god i have therapy today as well um so, I just want to say in closing, I hope you enjoyed this rant. I thought it was a little disjointed, but you know what? Who cares? You know, I try, I read, I do my I do my due diligence. But I just want to say I love you all. There were so many people who came up to me and said I love your podcast and I, you know, I it means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I'm always like, oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. But then I have these interviews, like the Gina Yashire interview. and, And I have, oh, I have Dee Snider coming up. Like, such great guests coming up. It's just, I don't know. I love it. I love it. And I love you for listening. So just a reminder, I'm in Provincetown Sundays and Tuesdays at 8.30 and Thursday at 7 until September 3rd at the Post Office Cabaret. Well, it's a cafe and cabaret. And then uh I will have other gigs starting in the fall where I would love for you I'm going to be at the Arlington Draft House on September 22nd and 23rd. I'm really funny. I'm really funny. That's the other thing I realized that people were so effusive to me. My intro for the gala was that uh, you know, I was a legend. They should have just said I'm fucking old. They kept saying, "Oh, she's a legend and she's she's um an iconic or whatever. I mean, I love the respect from the other comics, but I will have to say I did feel a little old, but I don't really feel old, but I do feel old because I realize I have jokes older than most of those comedians. So anyway, come visit me in P town and thank you for listening. I love you all. And, uh, this podcast, as you know, kill me now is produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmailing, and everything else is done. Marketing, everything, by Brittany Joe Edwards, Richmond. Our special guest today, Elisa Halpern. Uh, uh, she's in the background. Um, thank you for the coffee, Elisa. You're very welcome. I love the um, white shirt. I'm gonna be wearing it constantly. Yes, the next seven days. yes. So, and it's a beautiful shirt, but it's a year old because she has to use her old shit and annoying. And now she's having Kashi, so she can poopy. So, uh, I love you all. And thank you all so much. And as we always say, so long.